The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Angels, all things paranormal. This is Angel Talk. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Angel Talk. I'm Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium. And as you know, there are weeks where I like to give my voice and my channeling a break. And we take a moment to step back from channeling Sarai. And we bring in an expert from the quantum and an expert in this 3D realm. And this week we're talking to Dr. Rima Benario, Dr. Rima Benario, who has worked in this dimension to create sacred space for people to step into their divine self-sovereignty. Welcome, Rima. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you today. I'm happy to. Rima, I'm going to take just a minute to, it's morning, everybody, so you're going to hear my morning Loves. That's okay. I'm going to take just a minute to read um, some information that I found about you. Um, Rima's decades-long personal journey at discovering her feminine superpowers, embracing her self-sovereignty, and coming to deeply love and fully inhabit her body informs her work with her students. Her passion is helping women create and live a life they love by cutting through energetic clutter, dissolving emotional baggage, and forming wildly fulfilling habits of attention. Rima holds a doctorate in transformational psychology and has studied with master teachers in shamanic shadow work, body-based energy work, sacred sexuality and tantra, and the sacred art of anointing. Rima is the creator of Bloom Fine Egyptian Oils, and she loves initiating women into use of these high-vibration oils, and the ancient practice of self-anointing. She lives in Las Vegas, Nevada with her family and enjoys the sunshine and desert mountains that surround her home. So Rima, as we spend some time in this realm together, I am so anxious for you to meet my listeners and share some of your wisdom with them. Would you mind telling them in your own words a little bit about you? Sure, be happy to. I'd say that one of the most important things to know about me is that I really have a passion for supporting people in becoming the fullness of who they are meant to be. And what I discovered in my own life is that there are so many things that cover that up. While I do believe it's not corruptible, it's that our essence is incorruptible, we have had life experiences that hide that essence from us or as young children make us believe that there might be something wrong with our essence or something, you know, it isn't seen, it isn't nourished, it isn't nurtured. It might be threatening to our caregivers if we have special gifts. 
And a lot of times people find themselves living a life that's not true to their deepest essence. And so my passion is supporting people and women in particular in moving through and resolving those overlays and those blocks so that we can live a deeply fulfilling life. I I honestly believe that spirit has a plan for each of us and an opportunity for each of us while we're here in this dimension. And it's so important for us to be clearly living the essence and the frequency of our unique self rather than some kind of blended version of ourselves that has a lot of unnecessary input from other people. Oh, I love that. When we come in as infants, is that when we come in fully, would you say golden, neutral? How do you describe us as infants coming in? Are we pure spirit at that point? Well, I I think it's hard to, you know, I have an opinion. Nobody knows for sure, of course. And uh, um, my sense is that we, we come in, depending on the age of our unique soul, we come in with a history. We come in with a recognition that this dimension is only part of what's real. We come in with a sense that there's something to be done, but somehow it appears in the process of of joining us in this dimension, we get a kind of a spiritual amnesia or or an energetic amnesia. When my daughter was born, she came out looking like a wise old man. (laughs) (laughs) And she, she was really underweight, even though she went to term. And so they felt in their, you know, great (laughs) own version of hospital wisdom because Mm -hmm. she was underweight. They should take her blood every so often uh, as though that would help her. (laughs) I'm not sure, but they thought it would, they were testing. I don't know. So they would unwrap her and she would be so up unhappy, you know, being cold and being stuck in the foot to have blood drawn. And so when the, the woman came to do this and Sophia was getting crying, you know, I just leaned down into her ear and whispered to her and said, you know that you are more than your body. You know, this body is not all you are. You just came from that realm. You know, the truth of who you are. And I was just sort of caressing the top of her head and she stopped crying during that process. And it was a moment for me of really just feeling this sense of connecting to the bigger soul, the bigger essence of who she is besides just who who she is as Sophia in this lifetime. And it was a beautiful moment. Oh, that's amazing. We do underestimate what we see in each other, what we see in ourselves. There's more to us. We're very complex and layered. We are dimensions within ourselves, aren't we? Absolutely. And I think it's not unusual that we get so focused on this realm. I mean, it's what you can see, feel, hear, taste, touch, and you know, we have some awareness that we need to survive in this realm. And the truth of the matter is, it's not very hospitable when we get here. We're ejected from this warm, beautiful space with these very muted noises and this sense of being held into this brightly lit, loud area where all of our skin is exposed and our nervous system is not fully uh, matured yet because 
humans can't, we actually need another three months in the womb to be the way other animals or mammals are some, they're born and they, they are more easily able to do things than we are. We're just so vulnerable and we have to try to figure out how to survive in this realm and whether or not this realm is going to be loving and supportive of us. And so in those early moments, we're making up our mind about that. And it, and it continues on through all of childhood where we're making up our mind about whether we've been born into a friendly, hospitable world or a dangerous world that looks foreboding. And we spend actually most of our lives trying to create a sense of safety for ourselves. And a lot of my work revolves around helping people find those early moments that took us in that direction of fear and unraveling those so that we can live more easily from the seat of our own true power, our spiritual power and our spiritual connection. I would even add to that, that I hear spirit and I'll, I'll go more defined than that. I'll hear the angels and the ETs. I'll hear source speaking through people, essence, saying that earth is the dimension that's the hardest. Earth mm-hmm. is the densest. So when we choose to incarnate here, we do forget everything. Mm-hmm. As opposed to if we choose to incarnate into a different dimension, we might not forget everything. Free will is the elixir of forgetting. Mm. And so when we're born here, that's right, we forget everything. And so when we're gifted with something like your book, it allows us a tonic to remember our sovereignty. It gives us clues to remember our truth, who we are. Because if we choose to incarnate here, we're not choosing a big mystery as if it's it's some test we can't solve. It's not a joke. It's something sacred that we're supposed to figure out, but it's hard. So I want to pull it into what you've written because this is one of the on-purpose things that we're supposed to find on purpose. It's your book that helps us find who we are. Can you tell us about the seven queendoms? So this book is a soul map for embodying sacred feminine sovereignty. And while it's geared towards women, I've had lots of men read it and tell me they've learned so much about themselves and about the women in their lives and what it means to be a woman. And, you know, this is this is what's happening for us. We're, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. It's dense. It's difficult. We don't remember often why we're here. We don't necessarily see the roadmap ahead. And I believe all of life is a journey of remembering. And that's what I attempt to do with this book is support people in remembering their sovereignty across seven different areas. Because I was wanting to do this work for myself and it just felt like a lot to do all at once. So I broke it down into spiritual sovereignty, mental sovereignty, our energetic sovereignty, emotional sovereignty, sexual sovereignty, physical sovereignty, and then our dharma or expressive sovereignty. And that's about our medicine and our work in the world. And each of those sovereignties is governed by a queen, a different queen. And I work with the queen archetype because once we start imagining the energy of a queen, even if you were to do it just now, if I was to say to you, 
change your posture slightly so that you're sitting in a stance that you believe a queen would sit in. Most people are going to find themselves leaning back a little bit or leaning forward a little bit, uh, standing, uh, sitting up straighter, feeling a little bit more confident. Maybe their shoulders might go back, their core might get stronger on the inside, and their face might get a little bit more activated and bright. And so the archetypal energy of the queen helps us see that there's both this sense that who I am is unique and sovereign, and I have the right to create levels of boundaries and respect around my being nature. I get to be the captain of my ship. And I'm also here to be of greater service, to protect the realm, to serve the realm. And the number one thing that women, I feel, can benefit from through this work is to recognize that the queen is so successful in her work of taking care of the realm because she's first and foremost aware that she needs to be well resourced. And most of us give and find ourselves in the service space, but we're in some kind of debt. We're in spiritual debt, emotional debt, physical debt. Uh, We're not fully resourced and we're trying to give away from an empty well. And that's never going to be sustainable. It also produces unwanted side effects for both the giver and the supposed receiver. And so the twist in my work, if you will, is teaching women that the primary role we have, the first step we need to take is to fill ourselves, become the source of our own safety, the source of our own well-being, filling ourselves to overflow, and then we can give from this state of luscious overflow. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Beautiful. Now, my queen is I'm the Divine Queen. When I read the book and I took the quiz, you can take the quiz, by the way, if you go to your website, correct? Yes. And can you share your website with us? Yeah, it's my name, R-I-M-A, Rima Bonario, B-O-N-A-R-I-O.com, RimaBonario.com. And the quiz is right there on the front page. And it's a, a fun way to sort of see which archetype you have the most connection to. I'll say that we exist inside this framework. The seven queens are supported by and connected to the chakra system. So we have all of them inside of us. And then we have ones that we will identify with more easily. And it makes perfect sense, Rachel, that you see yourself and feel yourself most deeply with the divine queen because you're so connected to these upper realms. Mm, I thought so. Well, my question for you is, can you tell me more about the shadow queens that go with it? So I'm divine queen. So for our listeners, I'm going to read the description. 
Seventh queendom is located in the crown chakra and is ruled by the divine queen. She holds the archetypal energy of the goddess and oversees all things related to our spiritual sovereignty. Her goal is to facilitate the critical connection between our personality and our higher self, soul, so that we can live a meaningful life free from attachment. Her two shadow queens are the disembodied queen and the empty queen. Can you tell me more about the function of the shadow queens for our sovereign queens? So I thought I like to think of the sovereign queens as sitting in the middle of, of our essence, the middle of our body, if you will. And then to one side, we have what happens when we don't have enough access to that energy. And on the other side, we have what happens if we overuse that energy. So you could be in a situation where you don't have enough access to the spiritual sovereignty of the spiritual aspect of yourself. And that would, I call that the empty queen, people that are simply focused on the material world that for them, the goals in life are things like how many pairs of expensive shoes they have, or if they have really great sports cars, or it's it's very focused on the material. And there's an emptiness when it comes to deeper meaning and connection to source. On the other side, if you spend too much of your time in that arena, you can find yourself actually cut off from the beauty of what it means to be an embodied human. So uh, sometimes people become a little more disembodied if they hang out too much in the above the neck and through the crown out the top of the head. And so the danger of that is that people can take advantage of you sometimes more easily because it's like the lights are on, but nobody's really home minding the store. And sometimes people who are in this space aren't able to take good care of themselves financially they might find themselves going from workshop high to workshop high to workshop high. You know, they have a, they have just have trouble navigating the 3D realm because they're forgetting that the whole point of accessing that those upper realms is to pull them down and into the body so that they're accessible to ourselves and others in this dimension. That's why we're here. So that's kind of how the shadows function, where you've got either too much of that energy happening or not enough of that energy happening. Oh, that's brilliant. I have to say that makes perfect sense for my life. That is spot on. And I purchased my book on Amazon. Is that still the case? Yes, it's available on Amazon. That's the best way to get it. And there's so much in it because it's it's this book, it's an activation. There's beautiful artwork, evolutionary art by the evolutionary, evolutionary artist. artist. Jenny Han. She's amazing. Oh, the and colors. Yeah. It's a full color book and the art itself are transmissions. And yes. then there's, besides that, there's all kinds of practical information in there. There are exercises and activities to do once you get into the part of the book that's focused on each of the seven queens. The first part of the book is a little bit more about my story so that people can kind of understand how I arrived at this teaching and some other foundational concepts that are important to to be aware of, you know, how we reclaim the sacredness of the feminine, which is sorely needed on the planet, and why we need to step in and do this work through our physical body and our energetic body so that we really can be the emissary of the goddess, of the divine on the planet. Mm, yes, yes, yes. 
Oh, Rima, from one angel to another, I am grateful and I see you. Mm. Thank you for your work in this dimension. And I affirm that your blessings are are coming and hold on to your pants, lady. <laughs> more's, well, more's coming. <laughs> thank you so much, Rachel. I just want to reflect back to you that my energy body is just so tickled by your presence. <laughs> Feels I, good, doesn't it? To it be in does. heaven together. <laughs> yes. And I really, really feel also the power of your support team. And so I thank you. I thank you for having me here and sharing uh, my work with your tribe. Um, and Rima, would you also share your website uh, again with us and how people can get a hold of you for workshops, sessions? Um, I know people are going to want to get a hold of you. Thank you. It's RimaBenario.com. And when you come onto the site, you'll see there's a the place for the quiz. There's also lots of information about the courses and things that I offer. I happen to be in an enrollment period right now through the end of January for my annual program. It only opens once a year. So if you see something that feels right to you and you want to do some work with me, you can join us in Queens Court and be part of a committed group of women who will work together throughout the full year to really embody these principles in our lives. Beautiful. Well, friends, if you'd like to get a hold of me, you can find me on rachelcorpus.com, on Facebook and Instagram at Rachel Corpus Angel Communicator. And always you can download the free app on Mind Body Spirit FM. And listen to this podcast. Of course, you know this already because you're listening. I know I'm preaching to the choir. Wherever you can find your podcasts or directly from the network. But most importantly, are you ready to hear this this week? You are loved. Let that sink in. You are loved. I love you. And we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Angel Talk with Rachel Corpus. To learn more or to contact Rachel, visit rachelcorpus.com. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of A Guided Life Podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.